Mark Santiago here, and welcome to the Empowered AF Podcast, where each episode we share powerful strategies to help you communicate, act, and lead like an empowered man. Thanks for joining me. I wanted to talk with you guys today about boundaries. Boundaries are super, super important. And I wanted to do a training on this because I think sometimes it's easy to get lost in the shuffle of what is a boundary versus what is control. And also understanding like what they are and why you actually need them. Most men are like, why the fuck do we need boundaries? We don't need boundaries. We need a boundary. That's for girls. Here's the thing is men are raised generally, not all the time, men are raised differently than women in most cases. And because of that, there is a lack of boundaries for men. Um, most little boys, if you think about when you're growing up as a little boy, um, if somebody hurts you, you're told to suck it up versus girls are usually more protected. Uh, people run in to rescue them. And so there's this natural thing for them to protect themselves from emotional harm, emotional trauma, um, et cetera. And that doesn't mean that women don't have dysfunction. And some of you are like, yeah, my wife doesn't know what the fuck boundaries are. I have more boundaries than she does, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's fine. And what we're going to talk about today, though, is kind of like a description or a depiction of what they look like, um, the difference between when you don't have boundaries and when you actually have boundaries. And then I'm going to talk about some ideas for you guys to utilize in your relationships. Now, keep in mind that while we're talking about boundaries, we're not just talking about boundaries that you have for her. We're also talking about boundaries that you have for you. This is super important because if you don't understand the difference or the distinction and why these are important, um, you're going to lose out. You're going to lose out big time. Um, boundaries can be utilized for yourself just as powerfully as they can be utilized for someone else. So it's important that you understand the distinction between them. So I want to show you a little diagram or <laughs> thing I created when I was when I was coming up with this training about what it looks like between two people who have boundaries and people who don't. So I'm going to call this the no boundaries side on this side. And so when I, when I talk about the different things, I'm going to say, this is what no boundaries has. And I'm going to kind of list off these things. And, and what I'll do is I'll, I'll print these notes out for you. So you actually have them, um, while you're, while you're watching the training, but essentially this is what it looks like when you have no boundaries. This is what it looks like when you have actual boundaries. So number one, there is blurred lines when there is no boundaries, blurred lines between you and the other person. Like you don't know where you end and where she begins. You don't know where she ends and you begin. Now, the first time I heard that, I was like, that's stupid. What do you mean? We're married, two become one, blah, 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 all those things. But the fact of the matter is, if I don't know my identity, if I don't know where I'm at in this relationship, then I can get so sucked into her, I can get sucked into my family, that I lose myself. Now, how many of you men have lost yourself in your marriage and you found yourself with your kids or you found yourself divorced or you found yourself single or you found yourself sitting sort of on the side of the road going, what the fuck happened? Where am I at? What is going on? Right? Like, I don't know who I am. I remember walking out of my marriage and deciding to file for divorce and basically going, I don't know who I am. And in Thrive, this is what we do, right? We help you figure out who you are, but it's important that you understand the concept of boundaries and how it applies to your situation, how it applies to you, so that when you are looking at your identity and you're looking at yourself, you're looking at it from a healthy perspective. So number one, there are blurred lines between you here 
And here there are very, very clear identities between the two people. That means that you know where you end and you know where she begins. Um, practical examples of that. Here's one thing I notice that men will do is that, especially once you start having kids, you'll stop like doing stuff for yourself. You'll stop um, going to ball games. You'll stop um, buying yourself cigars. You'll stop having poker night with the boys. You'll stop doing some of those things. Now, I'm all for family time and I am all for um, men like putting their family as a priority above entertainment and all those things a lot of times. But I also believe that men need to have that outlet and you need to be able to go and do those things. I'm filming this right around um, the NBA finals and I'm hoping the Phoenix Suns make it to the finals and I will be going. And I don't know who's going with me. More than likely, it'll be my fiance, but it may not be. Maybe it'll be all my kids, maybe it'll be whatever. The fact of the matter is I set a boundary for myself and said, if they go, I am going to go to the game. Um, why is that? Because I enjoy those games. I enjoy that kind of investment. And so for me, the boundary is not going to the game. The boundary is that I will take care of me. The boundary is that I will do self-care, just like me going to the gym four times a week. It's self-care. So I have a boundary for myself that says, I will go to the gym. And that's because I am separated from my fiance or my soon-to-be wife in that regard. So she goes to the gym on her own accord. I don't go with her. I don't make her go. I don't do any of those things because that's the boundary. The boundary is I'm going to go because I need to go. And if she goes, great. And if she doesn't, that's on her. I don't make her go. I don't shame her to going. That's when you have clear identities between two people. Now, if she was the type of person who said, I never want to go to the gym, all those things, I would be okay with that because that's her boundary. That is her identity. What's happened was, and this is what's interesting from a leadership perspective, is that the more I worked out, the more I started going to the gym, the, the better on shape I was getting, all those things, it started to show her leadership. And she had never really like been in a workout plan or any of those types of things. And she decided, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym. And so not only did she sign up and start going, but then she hired a personal trainer. So now you have two people who have their own separate identities coming together, but doing it separately but together, all together, separate, okay? I didn't force her to do it. I didn't make her do it. She decided to do it. And it's important that we have those clear identities. Let's go on to the next one. Four, no boundary people. There is no protection for the other person. There is no protection for the other person. When there's no boundaries between the two of you, there is no protection. Like everything is fair game. Name calling, the way we talk to each other, our yelling, our screaming, the manipulation, all the stuff. When there are no boundaries, everything's on the table and there's literally no protection for each other. And this is dangerous. This is extremely dangerous because this is where toxic marriages, toxic relationships come from. When you have no boundaries for yourself and she has no boundaries for herself, there is no boundaries in this relationship. And therefore everything is fair game. Now I say fair game, Obviously not a reality, right? Why? Because as soon as someone gets hurt, we then go, oh, you hurt me. You hurt me. This hurts. And instead of saying it hurts, we're like, fuck you. You're an asshole. You're a this. I can't believe you won't help me. Victim stuff, victim shit just starts spewing everywhere because you have no clear boundaries between the two of you. Now, on the other side of this, when you have boundaries... You know what is okay versus what's not okay. 
it's clear what is okay and what is not okay. Over here, we don't know what is okay and what is not okay. For example, you might think it's okay to yell at your wife and she might come from a home that that like never happened. And because you yell at her, she shuts down emotionally. Or you might come from a home where you were the one being yelled at and screamed at. So the second she starts yelling and screaming at you, you shut down emotionally. Why is this happening? Because you don't have boundaries. You don't know how to communicate or articulate to her, honey, the way you're speaking to me right now makes me feel very disrespected. I feel very frustrated. I feel whatever the things are in the feeling, the emotional will feel these things using a power statement, right? I feel these things. And so, you know, I'm asking you to stop. I'm asking you to, to not treat me that way. I know that you love me and I know that you don't want to hurt me. Right? That's how we start using those types of statements. And so when you have no boundaries, that's not happening. That is not happening. So look, but here's the thing. If your wife doesn't have boundaries and you do have boundaries, you guess what? You can lead the boundaries into a dysfunctional relationship. Hey, honey, the way you're speaking to me right now is not healthy. I don't want to engage with you in a toxic conversation. Oh, well, why are you talking to me like a psychologist? Fuck you, blah, 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 blah. Hey, I hear you, and it sounds like you're frustrated with the way I'm communicating because you're not used to it, and that's okay. I'm not trying to belittle you. I'm not trying to talk down to you. I'm simply trying to talk in a more healthier and less toxic way. And if, and if that's not okay with you, that's fine. We won't have this conversation right now. We'll come back at another time. All right, let's look at another thing. Unhealthy, yeah, this one I love. So with this, you have two unhealthy people coming together to make one unhealthy person. A lot of times if you're from a religious background, like I am a Christian faith background, we, the Bible talks about the two becoming one, right? So it's the two flesh becoming one flesh, right? And so we have children. So two people come together to make one child or some taste seven children. The fact of the matter is those two becoming one is what is supposed to happen. But when you have two unhealthy people coming together, you make one unhealthy, toxic, fucked up relationship. Right. But when you have this, guess what it does Two unhealthy people, because, hey, look, we're not completely healthy in everything, but we're, we're making a boundary for ourselves that says, hey, I'm not going to live an unhealthy lifestyle that even where I'm unhealthy, we're going to come together. You're going to be a strength. I'm going to be a strength to you. I'm going to give to you. I'm going to add value to your life. And where I'm weak, you're going to be strong. And when that happens, two unhealthy people can be one healthy people, one healthy person. Why? Because those two unhealthy people recognize in themselves their unhealthiness and refuse to live with no boundaries, but, but decide to accept that we're going to have boundaries. And what does it do? All of that does is leads to no more codependency. You stop codependency when you have boundaries. Codependency is, it, it comes out of the Alcoholics Anonymous or the, the addiction recovery type um, uh, environment. And that is that essentially that you as a person feel the need to um, keep somebody happy or the need to uh, help them or the need to do something to control or manipulate the situation in a way that is favorable for both them and for you. So, for example, if you are married to an alcoholic, you might still 
give them their alcohol. You might still let them stay out late. You might whatever, or you're married to a, a, someone who's cheating on you. You, instead of having boundaries, you just let them kind of go and do those things. You bury your head in the sand. Um, codependency shows up in so many freaking ways. It's ridiculous. So when you have unhealthy two becoming a healthy one, it becomes impactful. It totally stops codependency. All right, the next one. When you have this, when you have no boundaries, you're basically always offended. Like you're always offended. There are no boundaries between these two people and they're constantly offended by the things that they say and feel. Well, you don't care about me and blah, 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 and using these weak statements instead of power statements. And you just wanna always and never, always and never, always and never. So always and never in marriage communication is the, like the worst words you can ever use. Well, you always do this, you always say that. Or you never do this and you never do that. All these accusations. That's what's happening in the no boundaries relationship. Whereas in a boundaries relationship, both people can hold space for each other and thrive. You hear us talk about this idea of holding space for one another. It's not really that weird. Um, I used to hear these types of terms as a kind of alpha male and be like, what? I'm going to hold space for someone? That's ridiculous. The fact of the matter is, is holding space literally just says, hey, I'm going to get out of my own way. I'm going to get out of your way and I'm going to hear what you're saying from your perspective. And instead of me just trying to jump all over what you're saying and get defensive, I'm going to hear that. I'm going to set the narrative. I'm going to say, oh, OK, so what I hear you saying is this. That's what holding space is. You're holding space emotionally for the other person and backing off. Why? So that they might feel safe. A woman wants to feel safe in your arms. A woman wants to feel loved. She wants to feel secure. She wants to feel heard and understood. So you have to develop the skill of boundaries for yourself and for her so that you, so that she can feel safe, secure, heard, and loved and understood. All those things. Now you go, well, but she, but she doesn't do that for me. She doesn't do that for me. She doesn't do that for me. Okay. Okay. First of all, Stop hitting the fucking she button, okay? And start hitting the me button, okay? Why? Because when we do that, we back off the situation, we let go of our hurt for a second. I'm not saying you don't deal with it, and I'm not saying that your hurt is not important, but what I am saying is that sometimes you have to put your pride down, and you have to humble yourself and say, okay, I'm gonna give her space. I'm gonna hear her. I'm going to understand her. The guys in Thrive who've been doing this for a long time or even in our live community know that when they do that, it helps them, the wife, lean back in. Oh, you get me now. Oh, you're not trying to force something on me. You actually love me. You respect me. You value me. That's exactly what we want to do. Regardless if she comes back to the marriage. Regardless if it changes your situation at all, it doesn't matter. What matters is that you lean in from this perspective of, I'm going to hear you. I'm going to understand you. I remember a uh, 30 day challenge recently. A guy was talking about how when his wife disrespects him, he immediately is like, fine, if you're going to talk to me that way, I'm going to leave. Here's the thing is that when that is happening, you're now offended. And because of your offense, you're unable to communicate with her. He's offended because he's disrespected by her. He's a guy that actually is respected in the world and he comes home and he's disrespected by her. There's a reason you're being disrespected by her. 
most of the time, the reason is literally you deserve it. Mm, I hate saying that. But sometimes you literally deserve it because you're acting like a jackass and you fucking know it. Okay? So when you're being disrespected by her, it's time to listen. It's time to hear. It's time to live a boundary of, I'm going to do this. So here's the boundary you create in this situation. Me, I hit the me button. I'm not hitting the she button. Hitting the me button. Hitting the me button. When I hit that me button, I'm going to go, mm. okay. She's frustrated. She's upset. She's angry. All those things. Or maybe she's not. Maybe she's being passive aggressive. Uh, side jabs, side jabs, whatever. Oh, hey, babe. It sounds like you're, you're upset with me. It sounds like you're frustrated with me. Is there something I did to offend you? Is there something I did to hurt you? Yeah, well, you didn't do that, 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 that. Or it's, no, I think, okay. Well, let me know if you wanna talk about it. And when you wanna talk about it, I'm here to listen, I'm not here to judge what you're feeling or what you're thinking. Then walk away. That's it. That's it, that's how you put a boundary for yourself. That's how you put a boundary for her so that she feels like, oh, okay, there's space. She can be her own person. Remember guys, you heard me say this again and again and again and again. You don't have to own her feelings. You don't have to own a damn thing of what she feels. That is all your ego. That's all that is. It's all your ego trying to protect you because you can't fathom how somebody would have a problem with you, especially when you don't feel like you're malicious in what you are doing. Fact of the matter is, is you can't control what somebody else feels. Every single time you try to control what your wife is feeling, it's called manipulation. I'll say it again. Every time you try to control what your wife feels, it's called manipulation. 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 Okay? Why is that important? It's important because when you live a manipulative lifestyle, you create a manipulative home. A manipulative home is a home that is a lack of love, is full of false love, full of false fronts, false hope, false faith, false everything, and it fucking comes crumbling down like that. Super fast. Why? Because it's a house built on, a, on sand. It is not a house built on rock. It is a house built on sand. It is false love in the form of, oh, I love my wife. I'll do anything for her. I just want her to come home. No, it's you not wanting to handle the rejection and deal with the misery of what's going on. It fucking hurts, man. Like I say all this and I kind of joke and think, I have been through this multiple times. I got the T, I got like five T-shirts. I know exactly what you fucking feel and it hurts. It hurts like hell. I know it does, but I want to open you up a little bit to help you see and help you understand that it doesn't have to be this way. Because here's the thing, when you're like this, you're going to be defensive. When there's no boundaries, you are defensive. But when you have boundaries, there's no need to attack each other. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. And guys, I'm living in a relationship right now where it is just like this. There is no need to attack, to attack each other. I'm here to tell you it is possible to have a relationship with a person who has boundaries for themselves and you have boundaries and, and she respects you and you honor and love her and there is no need to attack each other. Even when we are hurt, there is no need to attack each other because we are safe. I'm safe in me, she is safe in her and together we can be safe together. And we can be safe enough to go, oh, this is hurting? 
This is causing a little something. Hey, let's let's step away for a second. Let's not talk about this for a minute. Let's go our separate ways and then let's come back and communicate. Oh, it's getting too much? That's fine. You have space. I'll give you space. I'm going to give me space. I want to think through this, feel my way through this, really understand what I'm feeling, what I'm what I'm going through so that when I come back, I'm in a healthy space for you. There are the guys, there are times when you can't listen because you're frustrated. You're you're fumbling around, you're like, oh fuck, I'm frustrated. And you just back off and you go, hey, I'm gonna set a boundary for myself. I'm not healthy enough to communicate with you right now. So I'm going to quit. I'm going to take a break for 30 minutes, I'll come back and we'll talk about it. Whatever your current boundaries are, you know, a lot of times in this situation when people think they have boundaries, their boundaries are like, don't talk to me that way. Or it's like, uh, you can't say, you can't stay out all night. You can't go and, and, and stay at your mom's house. You can't go and do this. That's not boundaries, that's control, okay? A boundary would be from a place of humility and love. Boundaries come from humility and love where you'd say to her, hey, right now our marriage is, is under attack, right? And we're not in a good place. So I feel like if you stayed somewhere else, that would make me feel really insecure. So I'm asking if you could stay here tonight. And if she doesn't, she doesn't because you have fucking boundaries for yourself. And you go, you know what? I'm not going to control her. If she decides to go and do something else, I can't control her. What I can do is stop hitting the she button and start hitting the me button. I can stop hitting the she button, start hitting the me button. Because that is what empowered men do. Empowered men are not looking for excuses and reasons to control their ride or control their wife. They're looking for reasons and excuses to look at themselves internally and to look at their own actions and to own their shit. Guys, this was a simple training on boundaries. I hope it made sense. I hope you got a lot of value out of it. Let me know in the comments below if you have questions or what questions are, what topics, what things you want me to go deeper on, and we can do that. Hey, this is Mark Santiago, CEO and founder of Empowered Man. I want to thank you for listening to today's podcast. However, before you go, I want to give you a special invitation. Now, listen, we've got a program that is designed specifically for men who are hurting right now, who are on the verge potentially of divorce, who are facing potential separation or already separated, and they don't know what to do. They don't know where to turn. They're dealing with anxiety. They're dealing with cheating. They're dealing with all kinds of shit. If that's you, I want to challenge you to take the Empowered Man 30-Day Challenge. That's right, the Empowered Man 30-Day Challenge. You can go to emchallenge.com right now and sign up for the 30-Day Challenge. Here's why I think you should do that. If you're hurting, you need to understand why you're hurting. You need to understand what is actually going on. In week one of the challenge, we are gonna actually rip off that Band-Aid a little bit and coach you through that process. And then we continue to do that process all the way to the point where you start to make decisions that are empowered instead of disempowered. I don't know about you, but I would much, much, much rather make decisions from a place of strength than a place of weakness. So if you're facing decisions, if you're facing this anxiety, what do I do? How do I respond when my wife is being toxic? I don't know what to do. My wife is cheating on me. I don't know what to do. My wife doesn't love me. I don't know what to do. We are going to help you find those answers within. Now look, this 30 day challenge is probably unlike any other you've been a part of. Why? Because not only do we have daily assignments happening in the program every single day, but you also get live group coaching calls. I said live group coaching calls with myself and my lead coach. That's right, I am a part of this. It's not just some other people doing it. I am there live with you every single week call that we are on. 
third part of that is you're going to have a community of other guys that are going through exactly what you are going through. And the best part of this, this isn't even a fraction of the price we could charge for it. In fact, at some point we may raise the price, but right now it is at a bargain. So go to emchallenge.com, emchallenge.com to take the Empowered Man 30 Day Challenge, and I will see you on the inside.